Good evening, and welcome to Brian Fellow's Safari Planet. I'm Brian Fellow. Tonight, we are going to meet some animals that are exciting and enjoy a good time. So let's get going. Our first guest enjoys singing and being in a cage. Please welcome a parrot. And who are you? I'm Bill Callahan from the Wagner Lab of Ornithology in Newport. The what? The Wagner Lab of Ornithology in Newport. Is that in Newport? Yes, yes it is. I'm Brian Fellow. Brian, I'd like you to meet a friend of mine. Uh, he's an Amazon yellow nape that goes by the name of Bailey. What do you say, Bailey? Hello. That bird just talked. That's right. The parrot is able to mimic human speech patterns. That's crazy. Hello. He just did it again. You know, Bailey and I are big fans of the show, and we worked up a special treat for you. Would you like to see it? Would I? <laughs> hey, pretty bird. Hey, pretty bird. Who are you? I'm, I'm Brian Fellow. That bird is a liar. I'm Brian Fellow. He's starting to make me mad. He better shut up. I'm Brian Fellow. No, you're not. Hey, I, 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 I'm sorry. I taught him how to say that. I thought you'd like it. He's an imposter because I'm Brian Fellow. I'm Brian Fellow. That's it. Take him away. This is my show. That bird is not funny, and I bet not see him again. Hopefully, we will fix this in editing. Often vulgar. Always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 99, one shy of 100. I'm your host, Josh Albrecht. And I am amazed at the fact I've made it almost 100 episodes. But uh, as of tonight, I'm the only one on the show as uh, I'm alone. Deep, deep, deep inside the Muffin Hut as uh, I am uh, babysitting for him as he is camping with his girlfriend. This is actually take two of episode 99. Um, I tried earlier to uh, record episode 99, and of course I was by myself yet again, and, uh, well, the first time didn't work out so well, so hopefully this time works a lot better. I was exceedingly tired, ended up, uh, saying fuck it after 18 minutes of just droning on and on with no energy, even after a five-hour energy. I was still obscenely fucking tired. It was not, uh, working out for me so well, so, uh, took a little bit of a nap, Deuced a little bit more and sprayed some cold water in my face, so uh, so hopefully I'm good to go now. Uh, I do have a little bit of energy, but maybe uh, somehow I'll be able to get Shelly online, but uh, I know he had uh, some something happen at work, some emergency, he had to take care of that, so uh, I was unable to get him on the phone, so I was just trying to kill time the, on the uh, take one of episode 99, and then... Uh, could never get a hold of him, but, uh, so, yet again, I guess it, it's just me here, uh, I guess the, uh, big news going on right now, of course, uh, is the, the Tracy Morgan accident, uh, that he was in, in the New Jersey Turnpike, uh, 
As of uh, I, uh, the time now that I'm recording this podcast, I do realize he's uh, still in ICU. I'm not sure what actual injuries he has, but they're saying you know he's in critical condition. And uh, as a huge, huge fan of uh, Saturday Night Live, of course, uh, I watched a lot of Tracy Morgan. And uh, one of my favorites uh, was the uh, the Brian Fellows uh, bit, and uh, which I plan to insert at the beginning of this episode, which you probably already heard if I did so. But uh, I've spent a lot of today actually watching over uh, a lot of YouTube clips of uh, Tracy Morgan and his uh, a lot of gr- <laughs> like really good interviews, uh, especially uh. When I was watching with uh, him on Stern, and I gotta say, if I were to ever interview Tracy Morgan, I would be scared to interview him. I, and uh, not only because he's you know uber famous and he was on SNL, and I'd get very fanboyish, but uh, he's he's a loose cannon that Tracy Morgan. I would, uh, you would. He seems like he go you know fly off the edge at any moment. As uh, he's just got a great, but he's super hilarious. I, I love the fact that he's constantly saying he's getting women pregnant. That's that's just good shit. But uh, <laughs> very entertaining stuff. Uh, oh, man. All right, I'm trying to gain my energy, trying to muscle through. Managed four minutes so far, so <laughs> shit. Oh, boy. Well, uh, it is definitely a lot harder to uh, continue talking to myself as uh, opposed to having uh, just one other person. I like having the conversations. Uh, I greatly enjoy having conversations and the back and forth, but it, it's really strange just uh, sitting here by myself, and especially, too, in the Muffin Man's house without anybody here and I hearing all kinds of strange noises, thinking possibly somebody's here, getting paranoid. Maybe it was all the crack I did. I'm not sure. But uh, it is definitely weird. Like, I was here uh, last night and didn't get a whole lot of sleep because uh, sleeping in a strange place. It was the first time uh, since, well, I was in Russia that uh, I attempted to sleep anywhere besides my own bed or my couch. My couch is pretty comfy. Doesn't Doesn't look the greatest, but I'll tell you what, it's pretty comfy. I mean, that spot I wore in where my jerk-off spot, I mean, it fits me just right. And uh, although I do have put in like a, a rather large hole in one of the cushions because it's right where I put my elbow whenever I, I go to get up. So, I mean, it's <laughs> – but it was a free couch. It's a free couch, so I can't really bitch. Uh, that, of course, is in over in the slap box bunker. Um, one thing I am uber excited about, speaking of uh, comedy – and uh, of course, podcasting uh, in June, uh, June twenty fifth. It's a Wednesday night. Um, who I consider to be the pod father. That's what I like to call him. At least I'm sure probably other people have maybe thought that one up. But uh, Mark Marin. Now he's not the first uh, podcaster. There's been several other people to start podcasts way before Mark Marin. And uh, maybe he's not even really the biggest podcaster out there I mean that title might go to Adam Carolla or such but uh to me the uh, podcast that uh I have to make sure I listen to every week and uh I I do it mainly when I run because that's about the only time I can listen to podcasts when I'm driving 
Uh, I used to listen to a lot more, but uh, Mark Marion, Marion, can't speak. But uh, WTF? Uh, what the fuck with Mark Marin? That one is uh, one that I, I just listen to religiously, and uh, he's gonna be in town. He's gonna be at the Firebird in St. Louis. Um, I've never been to that venue. I, uh, I've known a few people like my, uh, my good buddy Dustin, he's seen a few bands there and it's, uh, I know it's a smaller venue. Um, I'm not sure how many people sit in there, maybe a couple hundred, but, uh, I know a lot of bands play there. It's, uh, <clears throat> I don't know what the setup would be for a, a comedy, but, uh, I do like smaller venues for comedy. I don't, I don't, uh, really like seeing comedy in like uh, larger venues i know uh <clears throat> the i've only seen one com- uh comedy show in a big venue but uh i like the personal feel of a small theater or like a funny bone uh but i am uber excited to see mark maron um <clears throat> it's gonna be gonna be great hoping he's selling some merch i want to get a open to uh possibly get some posters and such to hang up on the walls in here in the old muffin hut maybe even the bunker as uh it would seem appropriate uh as of right now we've got uh in the muffin hut we've got these blankets I, if you've seen the picture uh last episode i uh posted a picture of the the muffin man myself sitting down here recording and uh well it may look like a gay nightclub's dungeon i'm i'm not sure how you'd really describe it it's just these sheets that uh are on the wall with flames on it. <laughs> well, because we like the taste of sausage. But uh, <laughs> but it would be great uh, if we could uh, you know spice it up a little bit, get a bunch of posters in here, and I figure supporting podcasts would be great. Maybe get a Comedy Bang Bang. That's another podcast I, I really enjoy listening to, the Scott Aukerman, which, uh, of course, they, another show, uh, well, Mark Marin, of course, uh, he has his show Marin on IFC, and uh, Scott Ackerman has the, the Comedy Bang Bang podcast as well as the Comedy Bang Bang TV show on IFC, and both uh, season ones are on Netflix. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang actually has season two as well, at least the first ten episodes. I don't think they've released the other second uh, or the other ten episodes of season two on Netflix, but. Uh, I definitely enjoy listening to uh, the comedy Bang Bang. And uh, a lot of uh, the good stuff, I mean, if you want to check out uh, WTF, the uh, I want to say it's the last 50 maybe at the most, or maybe 25. You can listen to for free, of course, uh, on his website where they have it on iTunes, And uh, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you, you know how to find a podcast, but... <laughs> It's definitely great to check out. I mean, he's had Mel Brooks on. Recently, he had Vince Vaughn. And, uh, of course, Vince Vaughn mentioned that he was going to sew, or, well, sew, knit a uh, captain sweater for uh, Mark Marin. And I am, I, I got to find out if Vince Vaughn actually makes him a sweater. That would be, uh, that would be something. <laughs> um, as far as what else has been going on, of course, I've, uh, I've been still training really hard for uh, trying to get the marathon uh, training done. And, uh, of course, there's no real done in sight until October, 
which I'll continue to run after that. So uh, it's an ongoing progress process, but uh, I haven't increased my mileage uh, lately, but uh, it's definitely been tough. My legs have been just gone to shit. Felt horrible. I've had some upper problems with like uh, in my upper legs and like the thigh area. And, uh, for a while it was happening in my, my left leg. And, uh, and then it seemed, I guess, cause I was favoring the other leg. I, I find myself unintentionally doing this when I run, when I start to have uh, problems with one leg, then I'll start favoring the other leg without really thinking about it. And then, then I fuck up the other leg, which is precisely what I've done, done recently in the last few weeks. And so I've been having these, these issues with my legs. And, uh, which is horrible because I've, you know, I've gotten my breathing under control. I've gotten my heart. It's, it's good. It's pumping like a champ. And yet my legs won't fucking carry me the distance. But, uh, I, I've seen a little bit of progress this last week is, uh, I've really, uh, done a little bit of a change in some of my, uh, uh, training. I, I'm still going, as of right now, I'm going three miles, running three miles, walking on a mile. And, uh, this, uh, this week's, especially I've really started, uh, doing things different. Well, I did just get, of course, the new, uh, pair of shoes, which, uh, I think I finally broke them in. I was getting, uh, blisters and calluses on my feet in different places because they just weren't new to uh, use these new shoes. And uh, I've started uh, using more of the uh, gels, like uh, the ones that I find that I, I like the best so far that I, I've experienced is the GU gel, or goo gel. I'm not sure if they how they would say that, but I know it's GU, like uh, energy gel. And uh, they've got lots of uh, different flavors. Some of them have caffeine in it. Some of them do not, and uh, they they vary a little bit. Um, I know one thing: I don't like the peanut butter. The peanut butter is, uh, <laughs> I mean, I I generally like peanut butter. I'm a big fan when it comes to candy. I'm a huge fan of uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, but in uh, the energy gels, um, not a fan of peanut butter inside there. That is a certainty. Um, I do, uh, however, there's been uh, plenty of other ones that I do enjoy. Uh, as far as the, the goo gels, I've, I've, uh, I'm going to say like the strawberry banana is good. Um, the jet blackberry, that was one uh, with caffeine. Uh, that one seems to be pretty decent. Um, there's like a, let's say there's like a lemon lime one. And, uh, what I've currently been doing now, what seems to be helping my legs a little bit is uh, I take one 15 minutes before I start running, and then uh, I I go run. <laughs> and generally, at least on the package and what they say, I mean, it, you'd really have to run uh, how you take these gels. It really depends on the person, the individual, and like how you digest them. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. But the the way they suggested is to take one 15 minutes before you run and then uh, every 45 minutes uh, after that. So, you know, if you're doing a marathon and, well, depending on how long it takes you to finish, it uh, you know, 
you could take it several times. I mean, if you're going four hours or over, you know, uh, which is probably, I'm probably going to be over four hours. I'd love to have a Boston qualifying time, but let's face it. I'm, I'm not insane. I realize (laughs) that, uh, but that's just not going to happen. I mean, I can hit a, uh, to be able to qualify for Boston. I believe uh, last time I, I did the math, I'd have to, uh, average seven minutes per mile, I believe. Yeah, I think it's seven minutes per mile in all 26.2 miles. And I can get a six-minute mile, but then I'll be lucky to even walk after that. So uh, my my general average when I run is maybe nine minutes, 30 seconds per mile. But uh, maybe by the time October comes, I'll be able to do better than that. But it's, it's obscenely unlikely. <laughs> As, and it just seems like a fucking pipe dream for me to be able to uh, run that far and uh, without having to walk or anything. And, I, and I'm going to – it's just not going to be a good day if I have to walk part of that. I'm just going to feel completely defeated. I mean, it would be great still if I even finish. But uh, anyway, back to the gels. So I took, took the gel. Uh, I'll take it 15 minutes before and then uh, – <clears throat> I'll take it uh, right after I finish or like maybe right at the end, but because I'm generally not out there for like 45 minutes or um, like end basically right at 45 minutes. By the time I run that third mile and then I hit, then I walk the last mile. My last mile of course takes me forever. So uh, sometimes I'm out there a little over 45 minutes, but on top of that, I've also, uh, <laughs> Well, I should mention uh, Wednesday I had the first ever experience of uh, running in the rain. Um, I know that uh, whenever marathons or 5Ks, any running event really, that uh, they don't uh, they don't cancel stuff for the rain, or unless it's like obscene, you know, tornado kind of weather or flash flooding that they might. I'm, I'm not sure, but it, the weather has to be ex- pretty extreme before they'll cancel you know, a big event like that. So (laughs) in order for me to be prepared for that, I'm just going to have to suck it up and uh, go and run in the rain. So I finally had my first experience of that. And uh, that happened uh, Wednesday. And uh, I, it was raining harder uh, before I went out and uh, ran. It did end up uh, letting up a little bit when I went out. And actually that particular day, um, I had ran the night before and uh all day at work before I ran on Wednesday my legs hurt so fucking bad. <laughs> I had of course the problems with the the uh the thighs and uh I was I was limp to the point where I was pretty much limping at work and uh I felt like verbal Kent and usual suspects uh and <laughs> just sliding the one foot uh Somehow, though, I managed to go home. I took uh, one of the the gels and sat on my couch for for the 15 minutes and then did my stretches, and I I felt okay. My legs weren't like 100%, that's for sure, but uh, I went out, and where where I run is the uh, Riverfront Trail there in Washington, Missouri. And uh, actually, next week, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go to just running on the street so I'm more prepared for the marathon, but... uh, 
So uh, I go down to the trail, and uh, it's raining. <laughs> not real hard, though. Not not real bad. It was light precipitation. And actually, the rain turned out, I, I didn't mind it. I actually liked running in the rain. Of course, again, not a huge, real hard downpour. And because I was running on the trail, uh, there's lots of areas that are covered with trees. So uh, I did have uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of cover, <laughs> not a lot of uh, direct hit from the rain. The, there was a lot of leaves and trees and branches and such. And surprisingly, there was actually quite a few people still down there, not as many people as uh, normally would be if it was nice outside, but uh, there were a lot of people, uh, well, not a lot more people than I would have thought <laughs> out there while it was raining. And uh, But I muscled through, and actually it was one of my best, uh, days of running just this week and uh, my legs felt pretty good while I was running surprisingly enough I uh, again I was limping at work and somehow I managed to uh, to muscle through and get through that and perhaps I should mention I'm not 100% alone actually by my feet uh, is uh, the Muffin Man's uh, faithful dog Misha as uh, I tried to get her on the mics earlier when I did the first run of this episode that uh, failed, <laughs> which actually I'm now past the time that I spent the first time, so I feel like maybe I could do something somewhat interesting. Uh, definitely, uh, we are definitely uh, making the tag of this show more realistic as uh, we are very much maybe some funny in this episode, because I don't think I'm, it's going to be very funny at all, but maybe it's uh, interesting, you know. Because uh, what I've been doing is running, so I'm going to be talking, I guess, a lot about that. Uh, as uh, I don't, uh, you know, <laughs> that's just what I've been doing. So, uh, so yeah, I, I did that, and then, uh, and then of course I, I ran on Thursday. Well, I should mention I completely passed up. Uh, Wednesday, after I got home uh, from running, and my, and my legs, of course, were. Uh, after doing that, my legs were locking up again and just not feeling that great. But, uh, uh, my, my roommate Jackman, he, uh, <laughs> he suggested to me, uh, or asked me if I had ever tried BioFreeze. Now, uh, I, I really should have started using some, or attempting, I guess, using something on my uh, legs to, re- uh, relieve sore muscles, but I hadn't really tried a whole lot. I mean, I'd been, taking in protein and such like, uh, but I hadn't tried any icy hot or anything like that, but, uh, he suggested biofreeze and they had some at the house. So, uh, at the bunker there. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I got a little packet of it out, out of the, uh, the hallway closet and then proceeded to go to the bathroom and was like, well, I had to shit. So I'm sitting there shitting and I figured I, I don't want to waste time, so I'm like, I've already got my legs uncovered and might as well rub this stuff in while I'm shitting. Great idea, right? Hmm, well. <laughs> well, I, I opened it up, and uh, now I'd never used BioFreeze before. Um, I don't know. I think I might have used, like, an Icy Hot or something, but it was very much like uh, like Vicks Vapor Rub sort of thing. I mean, it's mentholated... Uh, it's green, or no, well, it's kind of bluish green, but very much on the blue side, but uh, <laughs> very, like, icy looking. Anyway, so I open it up, and it immediately, like, opens my sinuses, 
and then I, I uh, start rubbing it in on my legs, and it's uh, a nice little size packet of it. It's not like a tube. He just had a packet of it, so I'm, I didn't want to waste it, so I rubbed like the whole packet into both of my uh, legs, and uh, I could definitely feel it tingling. And uh, so I finished up my deuce, and I thought I'd cleaned it off my hands pretty good, but then so I, <laughs> I then proceeded to urinate. This is where the uh, great idea comes in, and of course I didn't get it all off my hands, as I could feel it on my shaft and my balls. So uh, <laughs> I got a a tingle. It was con- it was almost a burn. I mean I wouldn't call it like excruciating pain or anything, but I I don't know that. But it definitely wasn't exciting. Like not something. I would do to get myself off in which uh, I hadn't jerked off in at least a few days and I was thinking about it beforehand like ooh it'd be a good time to jerk off now after I had uh, put this biofreeze on my balls and shaft which was mainly shaft it was mainly but uh, I did have a little bit of the biofreeze balls but uh, <laughs> it was definitely uh, a tingle that wasn't something that really excited me and uh, I tell you what there was sex was the last thing in my brain but I tell you what also uh, I could feel it on my legs and it actually did seem to help help the legs and soothe them a lot and uh, eventually it went away the the tingling in, in my penis but uh, <laughs> but yeah it seemed to do a, a trick on my legs and actually uh Thursday you know I don't I guess it went all right I was able to run three miles I know that uh, the last few weeks I've had instances where I was I mean I've been trying for the last month or so to run at least three miles each time I run but sometimes my legs are so bad that I you know I might get a mile ran or a mile and a half and then I, I just can't run after that but this week I've actually was able to run three miles every day at least and uh Thursday I know I ran three miles but my legs were still not not the greatest but at the time and then I I went out and drank and actually uh Thursday so I go out and my I have a routine I go do things you know very systematically I guess um on Thursday nights I I go out to the bar but since I work in the mornings I I will uh pass out uh before I go to the bar I get off at like 3:30 and then uh I go run and then eat a little something, pass out, and then then I go out and uh, go out for karaoke night. And uh, well, on Thursday night, actually, after I slept for a bit and went out, my legs felt really good. Uh, I mean, they weren't 100%, but I mean, they felt a lot better than they have been in uh, several weeks, which I, I was surprised. And even and I ended up having four pints of beer, which usually, and I had it very quickly. A very short period of time, <laughs> and uh, definitely uh, was a bit more alcohol than I intended to, and made work a little a little difficult the next day. I mean, I still I was a trooper and survived, but uh, surprisingly, Friday my legs felt great, and then uh, of course running today was uh, <clears throat> probably the best of my legs have been in a long time as. Uh, However, though, I'd still, <laughs> like, uh, in two weeks, I'm going to increase that mileage from three miles to six miles on my long run, which will be on Saturday, on a 
every Saturday I'll do a long run. But uh, just even doing that is obscenely crazy. But as of as of right now, I mean, I have I've signed on basically. I haven't actually paid the dues and signed up for the marathon. But I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna run a marathon, <laughs> whether my legs let me or not. So uh, I mean, if I got to put biofreeze on my dick to do it and just lather it up, then that's what I'm gonna have to do. Is uh, that's just all there is to it. Now, uh, oh man, my throat is, uh, a little dry, and, uh, perhaps, you know what, perhaps, uh, let's take a, go ahead and take a break and, uh, hear a word from our sponsor, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. I was starting to think that I was gonna be alone the rest of my life. I went everywhere to try to find that special one and I just couldn't. I went to Petco, PetSmart, even Johnny's Kitten Corral and I just couldn't find a cat that was going to help me with my needs until I found AdultPetFinder.com and I met this little girl right here. Little Sasha. This orange tabby cat. Love of my life. She loves licking all that jelly off my nutsack. And the way her sandpaper tongue feels against, oh, the grain of my, my shaft is just, it's just, I know it's right. AdultPetFinder.com for all your four-legged fuck buddy needs. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> That's right, AdultPetFinder.com. All right, uh. You know, uh, I I would say, uh, now, I don't know for a fact, but if you're going to go on Adult Pet Finder, you uh, hook up with some kind of animal, I'm going to probably advise that you not put Biofreeze on their balls or uh, vagina, a hole. Um, Now, I don't know. Maybe maybe they might enjoy that, but if you get yourself attached to a pit bull and you put a little Biofreeze on there, I'm just saying could get slightly dangerous. I would highly advise against that. But, uh, unless, of course, uh, it's consensual biofreeze. I mean, if they're, they're, uh, tell you somehow, I don't know if, uh, there's a, any talking animals on adultpetfinder.com. You don't know, you know, maybe the, uh, well, there's no parrots. There's, it's all four-legged. Um, but somehow if there's a four-legged animal that, uh, perhaps there's furries, which I don't think there's furries, but, uh, perhaps a furry would enjoy that. You know the, uh, of course, furries. They're the the people that uh, uh, like to dress up as animals and uh, have sex. So uh, as like a mascots and such, which I think it would be kind of cool. There are those conventions just to go to one, cause just to see the the interesting. I don't think I could ever do that. I mean, I I'm a little. I have a lot of questions, and I would actually enjoy a good conversation with the furry. I know that, uh, having, uh, like, I, I'm just curious if, uh, the, when these, they dress up like this, do they generally go and say, get it on with strangers? Is it like an eyes wide shut kind of deal? You just show up at a party. Everybody's already in their mascot deals. And, uh, like maybe a Fred bird, uh, <laughs> it, it seem, might seem a little creepy too, especially if there's like a Barney, 
in there or uh, maybe a, maybe a Yogi the Bear or it's just a bunch of people that work at Six Flags and they've got uh, Batman and, well, Batman's not a furry, I guess, but they have like Sylvester and Tweety fucking, that would be, ooh, boy, that just put a whole new spin on the cartoon to me. Sylvester and Tweety fucking, uh, well, I had, it It was about time, I guess, I get with a little bit of the vulgar, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I bet that has happened. I bet somebody has fucked, Sylvester has fucked Tweety, and vice versa. As, uh, you know, I don't recall, where are they both male? I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, <laughs> you know, if if you have uh, some experiences, furries, and if you have uh, yourself is dressed up as Sylvester or Tweety and had sex with vice versa, um, I'd like to hear about it. And uh, you can do that, you can... Tell me about it, you know, call, leave me a message over at uh, the comment line, uh, 636-283-0386. Just leave us a line or whatever, and uh, we can play your comments on the air or or maybe do a phone interview at some point if, I mean, you have a, a good story. Uh, I mean, I'm all for good stories. Or, of course, you can email us if you prefer to do that, at slapboxpodcast or, well, Slapboxpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I am also, of course, on Twitter at SlapboxJosh uh, on that. So, yeah. Or or if there's other weird furry fucking, I mean, uh, Big Bird and Oscar. Like, that would be a weird combination. But I can't. I, I'm just picturing myself, or not, not myself. <laughs> Although I've done crazy shit, but... Uh, I'm just picturing a whole scenario. The eyes wide shut. You go to a masquerade party, like in the Edgar Allan Poe style, like uh, and having some big party at some rich, swanky mansion. Although furries, I can't see that happening in like a rich place. Like imagine this at some kind of some super eight motel, maybe. As you you just walk in, yeah, I'm gonna say it's like a super eight. Let's go with that. I mean, it's definitely not a Hilton. <laughs> More like a super eight. Maybe you got a you rent a couple rooms together. They open the doors so you can uh venture from room to room. And then you walk in and and it's probably not like uh there's probably some people that just paint it on, but then then you got those that are like a high school team mascot, like uh say uh, I I forgot what school it is, but the <laughs> uh, maybe this isn't considered furry, but uh the galloping ghost that looks like a Klansman, although that might be very scary, especially if you have, well, I don't know about scary, the Klan's really kind of a joke these days, it's not like they're uh, known for uh, dragging people on chains on cars anymore, and or uh, you know burning people at the stake, well, I don't know if they really did that, I know they burned crosses and just killed people, I think they mainly hung them, uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I'm just, the idea of, of I imagine there's some pretty crazy shit going on at these uh, furry conventions like afterwards and or just at parties i mean i'd like to think it's a big community and that there's a lot of weird shit going on i know that uh all the videos i uh, i realize a lot of people are just think in their minds it's swinging sounds exciting and that all these couples are, are fucking or at least some people have the idea in their head that they're all just gorgeous people and it, it just seems like exciting all the uh, people that uh, i've known <laughs> that are swingers and like videos I've seen of swinging parties. Uh, it doesn't look like a place I'd like to go. (laughs) 
that I'm just not in a group sex, but it definitely, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I, I'm too picky, but, uh, I'm just not that open to all of that. That's just weird. I'd, I'd get really awkward and probably feel like obligated to have sex with this, uh, you know, people I, I was not attracted to because I'm in the situation and then can't, will I be able to get it up? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of difficulties that seems, but maybe that would be different within a furry costume. I mean, but I don't know if I could get it up for Tweety either though. Maybe, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I have mentioned on the podcast before my first uh, recollection of uh, ejaculating was uh, after watching a Dragon Warrior cartoon that was uh, based on the video game for the original NES. So, I mean, I got it up for a cartoon at least on that occasion. So perhaps perhaps a furry costume could do it for me. But I, I got to say, I mean, I I don't look at like big teddy bears or anything and get excited uh, or like Fredbird. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a male. Maybe there's a female mascot. Maybe that might. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of a. Yeah, yeah. There's no real mascot that really says I I want to fuck it. Really, I've never, never looked at any kind of mascot. That's that's a bit strange. And I sure as uh, the you know the school I went to was uh, at least high school and. Uh, Elementary school and all that was uh, the Blue Jays, so uh, that's not really something I, I don't, I don't picture myself fucking birds. That seems a bit difficult. I mean, you you got a small bird, and well, for one, my dick's not gonna fit in a Blue Jay. They're fucking tiny. <laughs> I mean, and two, that they'd probably attack me with their beak. It just seems like a problem. Although I have seen pictures, not like an actual video. I did see pictures at one point of a guy fucking a chicken, which chicken is much larger than a Blue Jay. But, uh, that seemed obscenely crazy. Uh, it it was a weird thing. It, uh, there was a female holding the chicken and holding the legs back. And, you know, they got some massive fucking talons on those chickens. They can tear your ass up. Now, it seemed a bit odd that he had this woman there. I don't remember if she was naked, but, uh, it's like, what? it's crazy enough for a guy to go, you know what? I'm going to fuck a chicken. It, uh, it's a totally different thing whenever he convinces some female to, hey, why don't you hold this chicken for me while I fuck it? Like, are they, you know, it seemed like they were probably just into shit, like they were together. I, I would imagine somebody that uh, <laughs> was not uh, sexually involved with this, you know, other person that's fucking a chicken would want to take pictures with them fucking a chicken. I, I don't know, but uh, it, was, it was very strange. It was only a couple of stills. And, uh, <laughs> by the way, they, they, they seemed well over the legal age. I want to say that it was, it didn't seem, uh, like, uh, some child porn. It was definitely not child porn. This guy was at least in his thirties or forties. <laughs> not that this, it's, it was still obscenely fucked up and something that I cannot wash from my brain as the internet has completely defiled me. Uh, <laughs> but it looked, it I, I'm not sh- very sure that the chicken lived after this scenario either, as he, uh, you could see in the uh, pictures that there were blood, there was blood on the uh, feathers, and uh, it, it just didn't look uh, very good. Um, 
I would hope that that chicken at least scratched him up pretty good, even though the f- female uh, was holding legs back. But, uh, I would advise against fucking chickens or well, animals in general, but, you know, if that is your thing, of course, Adult Pet Finder is where to find them. <laughs> uh, not chickens, though. They're not into chickens. More animals, you know, sheep variety, bigger. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I had to go into some deep, dark, you know, vulgarities as, uh, it just wouldn't seem right if I hadn't. And, uh, I talked, I guess a lot about running and all of that. And by, uh, side note, uh, my friend Mackenzie, she's, uh, she runs a lot. She's been doing it for uh, several years. She's actually, uh, she's lost a lot of weight and she's just gotten super into just fitness in general. She lifts weights and it's just, she could kick my ass on the track any day of the week, but uh, she might be running the, uh, well, she runs half marathons usually, but she's talking about doing the actual full marathon in October, the St. Louis Rock and Roll Marathon, the one that I will be doing, but uh, right now she's currently in Boston. Now, the Boston Marathon is already over, but there's a half marathon, uh, I believe, uh, Heartbreak Hill, which is a part, I guess it, I'm not sure how close to the end that is at the Boston Marathon, but uh, it's, I believe it, the ma- half marathon they're doing is called something of that nature, but it is part of the uh, the track there. Um, well, track, street, whatever. Um, no, I've never, I've never even been to Boston, so I couldn't <laughs> relate, but uh, I think it's pretty cool that she's in Boston. I, I'm rather jealous. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, one, oh, one thing that I was going to get to, uh, which is kind of, kind of sad, but uh, I don't have, uh, again, I don't have an antenna right now. I don't, so I don't really watch any TV. Uh, most of the stuff I see is via the internet. And, uh, I actually, uh, a lot, if I watch any TV stuff, I, I'll see it on, uh, on YouTube. So I see uh, YouTube clips and right now, uh, I guess, uh, Arsenio is just recently, uh, CBS is, uh, they uh, they were renewing our, the Arsenio Hall show for a second season, of course, and uh, they uh, <laughs> took it away, I guess, and uh, they've now uh, canceled Arsenio, and uh, which is a shame. I, I did grow up on Arsenio, and it was 19 years ago that the first show ran. Uh, but I, I have seen uh, some of the – a little bit, uh, watched some clips, and I – enjoyed it. I don't watch a whole lot of like talk shows much anymore or uh late night shows rather, but uh I know that uh <clears throat> one one thing is speaking of uh, Tracy Morgan, which you know, I hope he's able to get better better and everything. I know he's still in ICU, um which I still feel really bad that uh I didn't end up seeing when he was in St. Louis recently. Um as he's uh, on a big uh stand-up comedy tour and uh actually the the other people that were in the uh, bus with or limousine with him uh were also uh comics and uh that got also injured um but anyway on the Arsenio Hall show uh Tracy Morgan was on there and you can you can see uh, clips of that on on YouTube of course and you know I I guess I'll probably go ahead and uh <clears throat> put a link up to the video uh, on the uh, website with this, so <laughs> you can just see the interview there. But uh, this is my favorite line, of course, uh, from that 
that uh, interview. I do karate and get girls pregnant. <laughs> uh, that's great. I, I just love how uh, uh, Tracy Morgan's constantly talking about impregnating women that he doesn't use condoms. And uh, I, I've spent, of course, I, I believe I mentioned this earlier, I just spent all day watching <laughs> Tracy Morgan clips. And uh, one, actually, he was referring to uh, uh, knocking up Oprah. I don't, I don't remember what show he was on when he was talking about Oprah and fucking Oprah, but <laughs> maybe it was the Arsenio bit. I, I don't remember, but I just remember the karate and pregnant. Um, it, it is a shame they, uh, they canceled Arsenio. And, of course, I, I uh, mentioned on previous episode, uh, shit, Paul Shirio? Everybody, wait. Shit, I don't remember it. It's uh, Paul Shear's take on Arsenio Hall, and he does the classic Arsenio episodes from the 90s where and uh, Paul Shear is, of course, a white guy, but he does have put on the fro and the crazy, like, 90s jackets like uh, that remind me very much of uh, Vanilla Ice and uh, In Living Color. <laughs> but some of them he does, uh, I want to say it's, uh, maybe it's Arsenio Paul. Something along those lines. Arshirio Paul, that might be it. But uh, he, they do verbatim some of the lines. and Like they've got the Ultimate Warrior on there and uh, Tupac. And they reenact the whole deal. And then, of course, there's some of them where they just improv the whole thing. Which uh, can be very, very entertaining. Which actually, I think the verbatim word for word... Uh, <laughs> ones that are much more entertaining than the ones that they improv. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I'm going to need to take another drink here. Hold on just one second. Oh, yeah, got some berry pomegranate juice action right there. That is, that, I think it's Minimade. I'm not sure, but uh, it's good. I like the pomegranate flavor. I don't think uh, I've seen any gels of pomegranate flavoring. I'm a big pomegranate guy, but uh, I, uh, I definitely, whenever I go for the five out of energy, that's the flavor I go for. So pomegranate, not to say that any <laughs> five out of energy tastes good, but it tastes better than the other five out of energies, and, uh, as my opinion goes. Um, <laughs> but I don't, yeah, I don't think there's, uh, I don't think I've noticed any gels. Maybe there is. Maybe there was, but I, I, I don't really recall. There might have been a Cliff Bar bar uh, gel that had that. Not sure. I know one thing. I'm going to have to stock up uh, on those gels, like uh, buy them in bulk. Like I, I've got a okay amount of them right now, but I, they do sell them in boxes of 24. Um, and you can pick them up on Amazon and uh, like, uh, or just go straight to the website. Amazon's got pretty decent shit prices, though. Uh I still have yet to uh, get the beard uh, to run with so I can do the Forrest Gump deal. Um, <laughs> I can't sit here. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I played it. I just love that I uh, can't sit here, the kid. It's it's weird whenever I watch that scene and they, they won't let Forrest sit down or anything, and I, I can't help but think of Rosa Parks. <laughs> I don't know if that makes me racist or what, but I, I don't know. I think uh, Forrest Gump is the, uh, yeah, it's a sort of Rosa Parks thing. As he's just 
nobody will let him sit down. But he didn't go to the front of the bus, so I guess it's not really a Rosa Parks scenario. <laughs> he, he wasn't for, you know, just nobody wanted to let him sit down. I mean, there's, I guess, completely different scenarios, but that's just, just what my strange brain thinks of. Whew. I'm extremely uh, distracted uh, currently. Um, I don't recall what day it was, uh, but uh, one of the days I ran this week, there was a bee that would not leave me alone. And uh, it was hard for me to see at that point. I had like a mile left to run. And <laughs> the goddamn thing kept flying around my face for at least a good, probably a mile. <laughs> and it kept stinging me in the damn face. And I've still got, fuck, I got a scab on my chin right now because I, well, I had to shave too, you know, and I've been itching it a little bit. I feel like a fucking crackhead because I got this, uh, couple of bee stings on my damn face. So bees just penetrating my fucking face. I feel very violated and uh and yeah, I, I kind of got gay with a bee. Is uh yeah. Just stuck it right in my face. Is <laughs> that's the first time I've really had problems with uh any kind of bee. I mean, I've had some like mosquito bites and such from uh running out outside and uh, I've been running for close to a year and I after that I'm like well shit maybe I should uh perhaps uh, purchase some off or some kind of spray to uh detract the insects I don't know maybe uh maybe my pheromones were running pretty high that day and speaking of that a bit of a confession um <laughs> no this doesn't happen uh every time I run but I've noticed this especially here lately and uh, I get really fucking horny sometimes when I run. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Maybe it's the fact that I haven't been laid in an extremely long time. Uh, that probably is part of that. But also, I I don't know. I guess because uh, my blood's pumping a lot. I'm not I'm not real sure. Uh, and it definitely doesn't hurt when I see some attractive ladies running down there, as uh, you know the the nice tight butt and such, uh, in the the tight running pants and uh or shorts and uh <laughs> it, it now I, i'm not uh worried at all that i'm gonna do something crazy like ra- rape someone or anything like that it's not that strong of an urge don't worry about that i won't be a, a sex offender any anytime soon that'll be happening when i'm much much older like if i make it to 90 i might become a sex offender who knows uh <laughs> um not that i'm promoting that it's awful but uh but yeah, I get real, get some urges, you know, I get real fucking horny while I'm running. And that's just, I just, uh, yeah, I know it's a weird thing. I, I, uh, after doing that though, I, I think, uh, is this why there's so many, uh, athletes that are fucking dicks, uh, to women and end up like, uh, being, well, rapists and such. <laughs> not that that excuses it, but I mean, there is something, uh, I'm not a scientist. Maybe there is something to that, uh. Uh, a lot of physical effort will make your brain fucked up and want to fuck things. Like, uh, I'm thinking if I run that actually while running, I'm way more likely to lower my standards. I mean, I don't believe there's anybody out there just offering up sex on the, (laughs) uh, trails. Not that I really want that, but you know, when I'm out there, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, that's just something I, I happen to notice. 
uh, again, not every time I run, but some days it's just, uh, I need to finish up, you know, quickly so I can, uh, well, you know, finish up uh, another part as, uh, just a little, uh, you know, bait and tackle. Need to knock it around a few times. <laughs> just a weird, weird observation. Uh, I, actually, a friend of mine, <laughs> we will not say her name uh, or mention anything other than that, but she had mentioned uh, it's been a long time since uh, she has done it herself and uh, that she can't even go to your uh, tractors right now, that uh, it's too much for her. <laughs> Uh, that's not a problem I have. I, uh, vibrating things, they don't really uh, do it for me. Not even biofreeze on the balls. I mean, it's a nice tingle and all, but uh, apparently running is what <laughs> what does it, and that's great because I do that a lot. But really, I guess the days that that's happened, it, it, it's only been a few days that it's really been in effect, but uh, perhaps that just means I need to jerk off more because I've laid off a bit. I don't know. I don't know. Not a doctor. I mean, if you... <laughs> if you are a doctor and you would <laughs> would have any comments on that, of course, uh, shoot us a comment or call us at uh, 636-283-0386. So we can also text message uh, via that, but it uh, that number will not receive uh, photos. So that you'd have to email us at slapboxpodcast. Well, quit saying that. It's not. It's just slapboxpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. Um, hopefully, uh, next week, of course, is the uh, 100th episode. We will uh, hit the century mark. I am really, I, I'm pretty sure at least uh, we'll have the Muffin Man back. I mean, he's, uh, I imagine, not staying out in the in the camping area. He should be back tomorrow. So we will at least have the Muffin Man back on the show. And it won't be just me trying to kill time <laughs> and then talking about... Uh, Fucking chickens, and well, I'll probably still talk about fucking chickens or whatever, let's face it. Um, but at least I can have a little back and forth conversation and not feel so much obligated to constantly talk. Is uh, this is this has been a little bit difficult. This is probably one of the hardest podcasts I've done, considering uh, it's just been me talking the entire time. Then uh, I did, of course, uh, talk for 18 minutes originally, and it didn't turn out well as I was half asleep, and so yeah, I started started afresh. As uh, I don't know, I guess it went all right as far as uh, <laughs> as far as things go. I, since I haven't had any practice at talking for uh, by myself at, at length like this, um, I don't think it's going to be a a thing. I do a lot. Maybe I can do small little little chunks of stuff. And uh, maybe do like a, a Mark Marin type of thing. Maybe I'll start doing some uh, monologues at the beginning where it's just me talking. And then, then start, the, you know, kind of do an intro for the show. I don't know. That may be... I mean, other shows do that too. I mean, it's a very popular format and ways to do it. Obviously, I'm never... I'm not Mark Marin, And this show's not going to ever be <laughs> anything like a WTF as... Uh, I can't imagine uh, being doing Mark Marin style. That guy can do is just fucking good at uh, interviews. And uh, if you haven't, of course, checked out WTF, man, get on that shit. 
Like uh, one really good one to, to to listen to. Of course, you'd need to get the premium app for this, uh, which uh, I want to say his premium app is like five dollars for. Uh, well, it's just more than the app. You can just go on the website and his uh, WTFPod.com, and uh, it's I want to say five dollars for six months, and you can get you've got access to the whole catalog of episodes, which he's got. He just did his 500th episode a while ago, so he's got a lot of them. <laughs> and uh, but uh, one of the good what I was getting at is uh, one of the really good ones to listen to is uh, uh, the episode with Todd Glass. I, I have no clue what the the number is, but it was a year year ago, two years ago. The stand-up comedian Todd Glass uh, came out of the closet on or. Uh, in his terms, came busting out of the shed. <laughs> he has used that a lot. Uh, but uh, he he did that on uh, Marin's podcast, and that was a really good episode. Uh, he was recently on, uh, for briefly, on an episode with Marin, but uh, that is a good one. I believe he actually just put a, a book out uh, and talking about um, his experience now after finally coming out. As, uh, he's been in comedy 20, 30 years, something like that. Um, and although he's referring to, uh, his girlfriend, which was actually his boyfriend on stage, <laughs> um, that one, that one's of course really good. I mean, there's been countless really good ones. The Mel Brooks, um, Carl Reiner, uh, it's good shit as, uh, another good one too. Recently they had Chris Cornell of Soundgarden. I'm a big Soundgarden fan. So it was, it was interesting and it was, <laughs> It was good to hear that uh, Black Hole Sun really doesn't mean anything. Because I often pondered what the fuck that song meant, especially the video. The video, video had the uh, the Barbie doll and the barbecue pit melting and just people's faces getting all weird. And uh, apparently uh, when Cornell uh, wrote the lyrics to that, uh, it was just a stream of consciousness thing where he just you know wrote words down that really didn't mean anything. It, was just, it sounded good, I guess. Which it sounds really good. I mean, fuck, that album's uh, been out, uh, now's the 20th anniversary of Super Unknown. And uh, that song got played on the radio a lot, and that fucking album went, I don't know how many times, platinum. But it was a huge fucking album. I'm pretty sure it's their biggest album. Uh, I remember, uh, actually, the album after that, uh, Down on the Upside, the song Pretty Noose. I've listened to that. It's probably the song I probably listened to the most because of uh, on the original PlayStation, you could swap out the disc on certain games like uh, Tekken was one of them. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Tekken. Maybe it was another one, but it was one fighting game. And uh, there was uh, Ridge Racer. You could do a trick where uh, once you start playing the game, you could take the disc out because most of the systems then, you needed the disc to play the game. And like now you can just download the fucking game. And... Uh, Anyway, you could take out the disc and then put it in a music CD and uh, have the music CD the have the background music as that. And um, on Ridge Racer, it was uh, <clears throat> some of the... There was only certain um, songs that would play the whole song. Some of it would just start it like halfway in or whatever. But when I put in Down on the Upside, it would play Pretty Noose all the way through. And I would put that shit in. And I remembered <laughs> all of the turns in the track and everything for 
from the where I, where I was in the song. So I'd hear Pretty Noose, and I I could pr- almost do it blindfold because of like the controls and everything because of that song. And then uh, when I got my <clears throat> my last car, it was brand new when I bought it. Just a Ford Focus, but at least it was you know it's a bit of the sportier one. I <laughs> it was a SES. Um, <laughs> still Ford Focus, but when I first got it, it had it had some pickup, and uh, at least for me, considering I'm used to junker cars. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, one of the I burnt a CD when I first got the car, and Pretty Noose was on there, and then I'd go in the back roads and drive uh, way too fast, of course, and uh, to Pretty Noose. So, <laughs> so yeah, I've been a Soundgarden fan for a good long time. Uh, though I haven't, uh, haven't listened to the new album a whole lot, the last one they put out. And uh, it'd be great to see them live, but I don't really get out to see a whole lot of concerts. Um, although I am extremely psyched to, of course, see Mark Marin at uh, the Firebird on June 25th. As uh, I've taken the day off, uh, the following day off from work. So I can actually get some sleep. Uh, and again, yeah, uh, hopefully uh, we can have Shelly and every, and uh, maybe some other guests on next week. I don't really have 100% plans. This, I was uh, supposed to this weekend. I was trying to work on some production stuff, maybe get some shit together. But honestly, uh, <laughs> I've been really busy running and yada yada. Uh, I haven't gotten a whole lot done, so... Uh, Hopefully, one of these days, I'll come up with some more uh, sketches and stuff. And, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to do, like, I'm looking around like, hey, you got anything to plug? But uh, the only person that's, or only other thing here is Misha, and she doesn't uh, want to talk. So, I, I guess she doesn't really have anything to plug. <laughs> of course, again, uh, hit me up on Twitter at SlapboxJosh or uh, find us on Facebook the Slapbox, is it under podcast? I'm not really sure. But we do have, of course, the links on the website. You go to the top of the page. Uh, I've got a link up. that It's got the Twitter logo. You click on that, there's the Twitter page. And we've got the Facebook logo. And you can find it that way as well as the, of course, RSS feed. Um, well, the dog is getting very comfortable now. <laughs> she really misses the Muffin Man as well as I do. Because uh, it is definitely a lot cooler to have someone sitting here with me to shoot the shit with. But uh, she's taking it hard. I mean, she has spent most of this time just staring out the window, waiting for the Muffin Man's return. And on that note, let's go ahead and wrap this bitch up. Uh, as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.